Welcome back to all, including me and John, to the Silent Plus podcast. Uh, my name is Josh Wofford, and across the table from me is... John Nicholson. I'm back. Yay. Yes. Uh, that has been a, a long time coming. Yeah. yeah. And this has been a, uh, an all-too-frequent uh, recurring theme in, in this past year uh, with me, it seems like. Just crazy times. Well, it's been a little bit for all of us. It has been. It and really is. That's that's just part of the story. Uh, we were looking back that the last one that one of these that we've done was in March, and we yep. were trying to come up with the reason why, and we kind of talked about a whole bunch of small reasons. There weren't any really big reasons that came up. It wasn't that we were saying, "Oh, forget the podcast. We're, <laughs> we're tired of dealing with that." No, we wanted to do a podcast, but uh, just this and that would come up. I, I remember several times, John, that we sat down and said, "Okay." This afternoon, we're going to sit down and pound out a podcast. And something else will come up. And something else will come up. That's and right. I, I'm, I could probably count on both hands the times that that happened. Ha- yeah, we've just been pecked to death by a duck is what it is. It's just been a <laughs> hundred little things. and uh, But, you know, hey, we're, we're here and we're glad to be able to be having a conversation again. Yeah, definitely glad to be back. I, I tell you, that's been another part of this, Josh, is that in the midst of all that, you and I just having time to converse. Yeah. About, without podcasting. I mean, just right. to say hey what's going on we hadn't had any staff meetings on the pond it's been yeah we haven't time. done that either that's <laughs> another thing but uh uh you know it, it, it just really has been one of those unusual seasons that comes along yep. uh, along the way well hopefully we're going to be getting out of hey, all man. that may uh, it be may of course be. <laughs> we've been saying that since march 2020 <laughs> yeah 19 uh but <sighs> but anyways uh so for today for this podcast we're trying to think of you know do we want to start a, a full-blown series just right out the gate but we just thought we wanted to take some time to uh just recap yep. and, and then kind of talk about some stuff that's uh, going on right now and coming up and uh just not necessarily hit the ground running but just talk about where we are and where we've been where we're going and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff but because yeah, we've had some really good things happen uh in recent weeks but yep. also some really tough things happen in recent weeks so yeah uh just try to unpack a little bit of that but also talk about you know, some of the good things that we know that are coming down the pipe for us. Yeah. So just general update on you, John. You and Vanessa and kind of what's going on with you. I am so beat. I am. I mean, as as most of you know, and if you don't, if you're listening to podcasts, uh, our family went to the beach for a week, had a wonderful time, except for Vanessa. We thought she was dealing with kidney stone for the entire week. Turns out uh, she was not. She had a severe kidney infection. Um, that was uh, headed toward going septic. In fact, it did go septic. She spent four days uh, in medical intensive care uh, to wrap up our uh, vacation. And let me just say, when you think extended vacation, that is not what comes to mind. Yeah, I'll pass on that one. <laughs> yeah, please, I, I would not recommend it. But uh, we were blessed, had great care. Uh, and, man, prayer testimony there. Uh, it's, it's an amazing thing being on the other side of that fence and knowing and, and really visibly seeing the difference that prayer uh, for my wife uh, by so many, you know, our church family and a lot of other church families and individuals that were praying for her. It was just one of those no doubt what's going on here yeah. kind of moments. But uh, so we got out of the hospital, got home. Uh, she is doing better. She's recovering. Uh, energy is slowly returning. Uh, I told somebody today, you know, they were asking about her, and I said she's she's beginning to give orders again, so she's feeling a little better. And um, but uh, all kidding aside, she we are so blessed because it was it was a really scary time. Um, could have been much worse had we not gone ahead and gone to the hospital when we yeah. did. So we're just really grateful for that. But boy, you know, uh, she was telling me last night over uh, uh, over dinner that 
you know, when she got sick and realized that she was going to be admitted to the hospital, said my heart just broke because she'd been working on crafts and everything for vacation Bible school. And she was, I mean, we were excited about coming back from vacation to do Bible school. We were looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, she was just, uh, wasn't distraught, but she was just, just really sad that she wasn't able to do that. But now, you know, and that's something we'll talk about in a minute or two. Yep. Uh, be able to do that. But again, church family, thank you so much for caring for us. And Josh, again, thank you for just stepping into the breach there. Um, cause you know, I was in Mobile and that's where I was going to be. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, that it was an honor to be able to do everything that, that went on around here. But no, you definitely had some prayer warriors. Oh, we know we did. Uh, in Marion, I'm sure elsewhere as well, yeah. but they were certainly here. And uh, I, I'll share with y'all the story that I shared with John that uh, every night we've been praying for Sessa. And uh, the other night, it was probably about three, four nights ago, yeah. and uh, we just asked the boys, okay, well, who else y'all want to pray with? And Josiah popped up out of his bed and said you know shesha you know he he has he can't say his s's and um i I can't remember the entirety of the uh, discussion but uh, he essentially just said you know sesa needs to go dentist (laughs) (laughs) so i just text john i was like has has sesa tried going to the dentist yet like is because if y'all haven't that may be the fix but you know that's why my youngest son's not a doctor <laughs> hey, but, if, if, if it would fix kidney stones, although that was not a kidney stone, if, but if that's what it would take, she would do it in a heartbeat. I guarantee you. Yeah, we've, we've been definitely praying. I know many of you have been uh, praying for John and Sessa as well. Yeah, so and, and on that, just on the answer to prayer thing, um, you know, my visiting hours in medical intensive care when she was there were from 10 to 1 and from 4 to 6. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, when I went in at 10 to be with her, uh, you know, she was still really groggy. She was, you know, able to communicate but it was just it was just you know she was she was very sick and um you know so okay i had to leave at one went and kind of got some lunch and but anyway i came back at four and she was visibly marked better uh, much more alert and and as i began to put it together you know that's that time frame from 10 to 1 is when folks had really begun praying because the word had gotten out to churches and folks in Sunday school classes and whatever. Um, and so uh, it was just kind of that aha moment and that clarity of there's more going on here than yep. meets the eye. So, it's almost like prayer works or something. Maybe. I don't know. You know, And it is. You know, we, we throw that around, but, man, when you do see it, when you experience it firsthand, it, yeah. it changes the, your perspective on, on taking time to pray for somebody when you say you'll do so because it does. It makes a difference. Yeah, it sure does. Well, uh, so you said she was really sad about missing VBS. And so good news, alone. bad news there. <laughs> she missed one day of VBS, right. but had, did not miss uh, the entire week. Uh, so that's the good news and the bad news all rolled up into one. So again, for some of you who may not know, we had Vacation Bible School on Sunday and then had to call it because of COVID issues here in the church and in the community and which was a really tough call um several of us really uh, for the lack of a better word anguished over that because that really was it was a it was a tough call because it's something that we know uh, ourselves and and many others put a lot of preparation uh prayer and uh we passed uh, about 300 plus flyers out around town uh advertised for that week so on and so forth so it wasn't just a 
oh well we don't really feel like doing it so right. <laughs> that was a lot goes into that decision yeah it, it was it was a really really tough call um and we looked at all the different angles and so we decided on uh postponing and condensing that's kind of what uh roger was terming it uh, postponing and condensing so the postpone we needed to push it off a little bit to kind of get out of this covid uh, uh bump that we're in right and we needed to we thought about condensing it condensing it just for the sake of having people for <laughs> volunteers mm-hmm. and also not having or, or not running the risk of running into this again, right. of having to cancel in midweek again. right? Because um, we're not sure what COVID's gonna be doing this month. Uh, apparently it's wanting to get out and about. So anyways, on, on that note, uh, we talked as volunteers and as leadership and decided that July 23rd, that Saturday, is going to be the best time for uh, the most people to be involved in that. And the times are elusive to me right now. I think it's 9 to 3. Uh, okay. Roger sent out a schedule. We're, if, if I'm wrong on that, we'll update you on that. Sure. Watch your uh, information. Yeah. Just <laughs> let, don't let this be your only source <laughs> of information. Uh, but, but, yeah, 9-ish to 3-ish. Uh, and so basically an all-day thing. Uh, just gonna we're calling it a VBS explosion we're gonna do two rotations of stuff we're gonna have some extra fun stuff to do um, and just gonna really go all out for this to be able to bless our community and honestly just not let Satan have the there W on this one that's right uh, because that was one of the questions because I preached so here's uh, another part More of context. this context is that Sunday of VBS I preached on Mark 10, not letting the, uh, not hindering the children to come unto Jesus. Wow. And we talked about that and just all, what all that looked like. And then here comes COVID and we're having to cancel VBS. So the real question was, are we hindering children from coming to Jesus by canceling VBS mm-hmm. in this way? And there was, again, all discussion around that, but we landed on if we continue to bless our community continue to reach out to kids with the gospel then no we're not right um and maybe continuing that week without the first second grade class would have been a more of a hindrance than just waiting right a few weeks and, and doing something uh as well so anyways i'm stoked about it i think it's gonna be great uh and we're gonna like i said we're coming up with ways to make it more exciting more fun and more engaging uh, for the kids and, and for the volunteers and for the community uh, to be able to reach as many people as possible for Christ right. in that one day because we don't have all week to do it because um, a lot of times VBS builds throughout the week but we just got that day we just got that one day so maybe the people who experience some on Sunday that one Sunday that we were able to come together will say yeah I definitely want to go back for the rest right. of that so hopefully we'll retain all those and then add a few more to that. So if you did not originally sign up for VBS, we are still looking for extra volunteers to have for this. So reach out to me or John or especially Roger and um, still fill out that sign up sheet for volunteers that, that Roger has. And um, yeah, let's, let's be a part about uh, be a part of reaching these kids for Christ. Yeah, I, I'm excited about it. And Roger and uh, you know, made 
exactly the right call. I think, yeah, because it yeah, was. It was heartrending to do so, but it was just the right thing to do given the circumstances in the moment. So, you know, tough, tough days, and a lot of people praying through this, and and other people were identifying as well that, that this was there was something more happening than just you know a one-off somebody got sick sort of thing. It was just this aggregate, and you know we could even look a little further back in some things and see, you know, there's been a concerted spiritual opposition. Uh, to some things that we have been trying to do here. Yep. And uh, which kind of brings us around to Missions Week and Bob Brownfield's uh, statement, mm-hmm. you know, because Bob just made that statement. He said, when God has you up to something big, you know, Satan takes up arms. And yeah. Um, so I, I you know, I, I take some heart from that and you know, not going to be discouraged. We're going to keep r- rolling right on through and, and doing what we can and, and trust God to bring the increase at, at his time. Yeah. Certainly, and, and I believe you will. Yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned Missions Week. Was there anything else about VBS that we no, need to mention? I, I can. I will echo that and say I'm looking forward to the 23rd. Okay. I'm excited about it. It's going to be a good day. Yeah. And uh, we'll try to get a little extra sleep on Friday just to make sure. I'm really <laughs> Definitely. But uh, we're. we're I, I am. I'm looking forward to it and excited that. And, and and that's another thing that came out of that was watching the interchange uh, and the mass texts with that Roger had with all the volunteers. Just the immediate support and folks were saying, you know, I'm with you, I'm right here, and, you know, we're going to make this go. And mm-hmm. it was just a really a, an immediate groundswell of encouragement. Just remind me how beautiful the church is when it when we get our eyes focused yep. on the right things. Yep, I agree. Uh, well, uh, so <clears throat> talking about our, our church being unified, uh, I ended up writing 50 thank you cards for Missions Week. Wow. So, because I, I wanted to get a... a I wanted just to know generally how many of us were in some way, shape, or form involved in Missions Week. And so some people just prayed for Missions Week. Some people just signed up for prayer. But that was an incredibly huge part of it. Absolutely. So when I say just signed up for prayer, I mean, (laughs) what I mean is they went toe-to-toe in a spiritual battle uh, for our sake. Uh, then some people were here every single day. Some people were here for just like a half a day, one day. But, man, um, there was just so much that happened that week. Uh, some people just showed up for the Bible studies, right. and I, I, I didn't care. Like, all that stuff was just so good. And so I, I fully believe that no matter what capacity you were a part of Missions Week, I think you were blessed. Yeah, it was such a tremendous thing. One, I forget which day it was of the week. But I, I just kind of made a mental note of everybody from our church that I interacted with on that day, and when I and I journaled it, I could go pull it. But uh, there were over forty of our church members that I had interaction with because of Missions Week uh, on that one day. Yep. And uh, other than a Sunday morning, I can't think of a maybe Wednesday evening meal or something. But uh, that is the most interaction that our church family. It was an opportunity for more interaction for our church family uh, than we would ordinarily have. It was just really wonderful. And it was everything from people preparing food to folks, like I say, showing up for Bible study. Yep. Uh, just a whole wide variety of things that were going on. Uh, but people were shoulder to shoulder and working together, um, trying to do good for our community and, and be a, a right kingdom presence uh, yep. right here where we are. And so there's so much that we could talk about this, but here's one of the things that came out for me that stands out on top. I don't know if you and I have even talked about this. We haven't. Uh, 
but on Monday, what we did, two things we did on Monday. The morning, we did a prayer walk, and my group went all the way down to Francis Marion, over to the Lincoln Housing, and down past the Lincoln School. We stopped and read the historical marker for the Lincoln School and stuff, and then went all the way down to Washington Street and then back up to the church. So pretty big loop that took about two hours uh, to walk. And so that in of itself was good because we got to pray for places that we were going back to later on that day uh, to pass out VBS flyers right. because that, that's what we did on Monday afternoon. And there was a lot of, de- I say a lot of debate, there was a lot of debate within me, okay, where do we go? Um, and I decided that we would just go on foot to our immediate neighbors around the church. Sure. So I went, uh, I went west, and then another group went east. So we just kind of split it up on that way. But you know, on the west side, it, neither group talked to just a whole bunch of people. Right. But as I was reflecting on this, I I personally had not been door-to-door with the church's neighbors since I've been here. Mm. I haven't just started walking down the street and started knocking on doors and ringing doorbells uh, in the church's neighborhood since I've been here, Right, eight and a half years. And that was convicting and encouraging to me. It was convicting because it was so easy, <laughs> right? Yeah. You, you, just, you, just, you just get up and you do it. But it was also encouraging to me uh, that there were people who wanted to be prayed for. It wasn't a lot. There were several people who just said they didn't need prayer or anything like that. So that's a whole other discussion to have. But getting to see our immediate neighbors and say, hey, I'm from Silent Baptist Church right down the road, and we're here wanting to let you know about VBS, and also if there's anything you need prayer for, we'd like to pray for you. And, you know, I, I was telling the group afterward that it may, it, I don't think revival is going to break out all over the world because we knocked on a, a couple of doors that afternoon. However, it may be a month or a year or e- even more so that they may not need prayer right now, but a year from now, they're going through something and they remember that a group of sweaty, That's stinky right. teenage, teenagers showed up at their front door from Siloam Baptist Church wanting to pray for them and they don't have anybody else to turn to. Right. And so they they call and oh, we, we just don't know. We don't we're, know. We're, we're, we're seed spreaders and that's what I felt like we did uh, that day. And there was so much more that happened but that, and that was the first day. That was very impactful for me just personally in my own personal walk with Christ to just get to talk people, talk to people that I know the Lord had laid on my heart before to talk to, but I just hadn't. Hadn't done it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but you wore like 18,000 hats that week. <laughs> uh, Man, no, I was just in servant mode. Whatever was needed, I was glad to do. Yeah. I mean, from yeah. water hose delivery guy to, uh, you know, hotel booker and like all that kind of stuff. So. Whatever was that. It, it, it was a joy. It was really a joy. And I, 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 I thoroughly enjoyed playing second seat on that. You did a fantastic job of, of uh, organizing everything and making things happen. And, man, it was such a blessing. And, and for me, you know, like I've already said, the opportunity for our church family to interact. We also really, for, for the first time as in 
an intentional act hosted another team here yeah. to be on mission with us. Right. And that was an eye-opening kind of time for us to say, okay, this is what this looks like and how do we possibly do this again in the future with other groups and those kinds mm-hmm. of things. But, uh, man, beyond that, the the, the evening things, and I, I'll tell you, Josh, when you were planning all this, that was the place I had the question mark. I didn't know if folks would really, after having worked on the deck all day yeah. out in the hot sun. Uh, if, or that was, that was my question mark, too. And it was a question mark, <clears throat> do I even want to ask people to come yeah, back? no doubt. You know, because I didn't want to wear people out, but, but I man, felt like we needed that extra. I'm telling you, oomph. those were <laughs> and they brought the oomph. They brought the oomph. It was it was just so challenging, but also encouraging. And you know, and Bob Brownfield just stands out in my mind because I, you know, missionaries. You always love hearing missionary stories and that sort of thing. And I've heard a lot of them over my years, but that one stands head and shoulders above anything I've heard. Yep, I agree. Um, and uh, it was just convicting and challenging and you know you, you think about the, the big things that they were able to accomplish and begin to see but that began with them living in a tent while they constructed the mud hut that they were going to live in for 16 months that that was happening I'm thinking me and my wife we ain't surviving that you know I mean, <laughs> right. uh, but it took that to get to the blessings of seeing God move in some other places yep. and, you know so it just there's so many things that come out they take uh, talking with us, man, just so good, so grateful for him. Uh, on and on, we we're going to have uh, the guy with the apologetics back with us uh, at some point. Matt um, Burford. Matt Burford, thank you. So, uh, and even you did okay, but uh, you know, it's uh, you know, it, it was it was absolutely just a, a wonderful time of gathering together uh, every evening, and I, I looked forward to being back just to hear uh, and and to be challenged, knowing that God was bringing some things to our minds that we needed to be considering and thinking yeah. through. And we definitely want to continue that relationship with Bob Brownfield and, and Matt. Um, yeah, because I'd love to – Matt kept talking about his weekend thing that he does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that would be beneficial. Absolutely, uh, it will. Not only for the whole church, but for me. Uh, I, I'd like to be a part of that. And, yeah. Um, so uh, looking forward to seeing what comes of all of this. One of those uh, things that, that we kind of have been asking questions about – uh, of what's going to come of it was our day where we had Safe Harbor yeah. here. Uh, that has been a just them coming was a huge answer Answered to prayer. prayer. Huge uh, months, years long prayers that that have been going on. And even though we didn't have any ladies show up uh, to be to for counseling and testing and stuff like that, uh, I I think that's I think that's our first step. Right. Uh, so you know. We, we didn't blow the doors off with everybody coming, but even the Safe Harbor, they say that they get a number of ladies from Marion and Perry County right. down there in Selma to them. So they know, uh, they, they have the numbers to show like there's a need here sure. or, or else they wouldn't have uh, agreed to be here. Uh, yeah, agreed to be in partnership with us. So anyways, we're going to be uh, pushing out some more information about you know the future relationship of, of all that, uh, and I, I'm really looking forward to uh, what that's going to turn into and and become, and just so thankful for many of the ladies who yeah. one served that day and then two have been serving behind the scenes like Jordan Nicholson to uh, get some stuff up and going, uh, and uh, just kind of help help us think through right. all this stuff. So. Um, yeah, I, I'm very excited about that partnership, and now particularly with the overturn of Roe Wade, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and with Alabama's 
pretty strong stand with abortion. Uh, and I'm really grateful for that, that there's the opportunity to help preserve life. But that means that we also need to help take responsibility for that. Yeah. And that's our partnership with Safe Harbor will help us help position us to do just that yep. and to be um, more able and ready to help some young women and, and young young fathers yeah. uh, in some, some moments of crisis and uh, to help them know that their people are ready to stand beside them and walk with them through this time. Yep. Man, yeah, we we could do a whole podcast. Oh, on, yeah, on we probably will have to. Yeah. And I'd love to get Jennifer uh, Jennifer Dobbs sometime on here with us and let yep. her talk to our church family from this point of view. Certainly. I think that's a great idea. So, all right, the last thing that you had mentioned that you wanted to talk about was what's going on on Wednesday nights. Yeah, it's been a small crew, but I tell you, it's just been so rich. And I've only been able to be there a couple of times. I'm looking forward to this evening. We're, we're doing this on Wednesday. Um, but uh, we're just we're just – very simple approach. I mean, it's it's totally stripped down. All we're doing is opening our Bible and reading out loud. Huh. Who'd have thunk? Yeah, who'd have thunk? Um, but uh, we read 40, 45 minutes or so, um, and then we'll take 5 to 10 minutes just kind of. That's usually 8 or 10 chapters. Yeah. I think the most we've been able to do is 10. About 10 chapters. But, yeah. um, you know, but then we'll take about 10 minutes just kind of, here's what I observed, here's something I saw, or, you know, I've never really noticed that, you know, and just kind of talk about what we experienced there. But the two pieces, you know, one of this, one of the things that brought this to mind was our discussion last fall about our spiritual disciplines in community. How do yep. we do these things together? And one of those was reading God's word. How do we do that more effectively? And this is just a practical way for us to put some feet to that. And but there's also along with that, um, you know, there's an intentionality about we're going to spend some time on Wednesdays just reading God's word. But the power of reading God's Word out loud, and, and, and part of this is just how we're wired, how God's created us, we begin to access those things a little differently when we hear it. But then there's the added element that I'm with brothers and sisters around those tables, mm-hmm. reading it together and knowing that you know, the Spirit's here teaching us in yeah. that. And it, it just is really a powerful, powerful thing. And I, I have found myself... You know, last week we started through uh, the first few chapters of Mark, and I found myself just reflecting. You know, I haven't read through Mark in quite a while, um, and you know, I mean, I know a little bit about it, but it hearing it in that fashion has kind of parked it in my brain and in my spirit, where yeah. I can go back to it and think through. Oh, there's that story, and what's what's going on with that, and how to get to that. And I've had a couple of discussions with folks about that. Um, that. You know, just because it was available, that information was already present in my yeah. mind. It's just opened up some other doors. So it, it's a tremendous thing. And I, I'm looking forward to just pressing on whoever's there, you know, 5 yeah. or 55, whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It's, it's really been a good, good thing. Yeah. Uh, the I, I'll tell you, John, the first time that I was ever a part of that, uh, something like this, was when we did it on a late night, on a, on a Friday night. Was it Friday night? It was some late night that we did it with the youth where we read through the entire book of John, but we broke it up into sections. We had games in between yeah. and stuff like that. And we were looking at doing Revelation before school uh, kicks back in. Um, but it was just a whole bunch of teenagers, and we would read a chapter. Uh, you know, we'd take turns reading chapters. We'd read five chapters at a time, and we just five different people would read. Mm-hmm. And... There was sometimes where there was audible chuckles 
because of the like mic drop moments that Jesus yeah. would have, and you just have those those times where you know you may be reading it yourself and you may just kind of gloss over something, but somebody else may read something in a different tone or yep. something like that to make you see it, it brings it a in a totally different light. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you you just don't get that reading by yourself right. or even listening on an audio Bible, right. which I do a whole lot. So hearing scripture isn't entirely new to me, but Hearing my brothers and sisters read it out loud is what's new, yeah. and being able to experience that together is what's new. So, man, we're at 28 minutes. How about so, that? What, what else? What closing remarks that you have? Oh my goodness! Just stay faithful. You know, this is so much of a of a is is long, um, long arc kind of things that are in play. I mean, we've got stuff that's on the calendar, and we'll talk a little bit more about that maybe in the next podcast, the things that we've got coming up at the end of the year, the last half of the year for our 200th celebration. And there are a lot of good things that we know that are coming up, that, a lot of great moments that we're anticipating and praying towards. But so much of it is just being faithful in these little things. You, know, you talk about praying for that individual or you know, even offering prayer to an individual. That's me just being faithful to say, God, here I am. I want to be useful to you today. Right. Um, you know, I was out this morning with Doug Vance and some of our other guys uh, cutting a tree for uh, Mr. Ger- Brother Gerber Smith out there. But you know, what a blessing it was to watch that again, that there's so many things like that that they're not going to make it on our church calendar. They're not going to you know, be something that we uh, you know, have a video slide presentation about, whatever. It's just folks just being faithful to be good neighbors and be good be the presence of Christ right here in this community. So just keep on. Yep. As Paul told the Galatians, don't grow weary in doing good, because at the right time, we'll reap that harvest of righteousness. So stay faithful. Stay in it. Preach on, preach on. Yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if, if you're done, I'm done. I'm good. And so hopefully we will be back next week. That's our plan. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we will see you guys, or uh, be with you guys next week. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, taking advantage of this opportunity to keep uh, in touch with what's going on with our church. Until next time. See you.